Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we are going to be discussing the 10 most important years when it comes to determining the success or failure of your federal retirement. So definitely, definitely sit down wherever you're at. And uh, this one's going to be great about the 10 years and the things that you can do during those 10 years to make sure that you're prepared for retirement. And again, my name is Dallin Haas with Haas Federal Advisors, where we help you get the most out of your federal retirement. If you have any questions of your own about your retirement, about your benefits, investing, taxes, anything in that realm, there's a link below to submit those questions. And from that pool of questions, I always have a Q&A on Saturday where I answer your questions specifically. Also, I have consultations with federal employees all the time. There's a link below to get that scheduled on my website as well. So without further ado, let's jump right into today's topic. So the 10 years that are most crucial when it comes to planning and preparing for retirement are these. It is the five years before retirement and the five years after retirement. So basically the five years right around your retirement date, really hugging and and sandwiching your retirement date. Those 10 years are some of the most crucial. And honestly, yeah, other years, of course, later and after can make a big difference. But if I had to pinpoint the 10 most important years, it would be the five years before and the five years after retirement. So let's start with the five years before and talk about some of the key things that really make a big difference and the things that you can control to be prepared for retirement. So let's let's um, talk about a couple things that affect your retirement, right? There's taxes that will certainly affect your, your retirement. There's what the stock market does that will certainly affect what uh, your retirement looks like. There's a number of those things that we really can't control, right? Those are out of our hands. We really can't control them. So because of that, I wouldn't really worry too much about them, okay? I wouldn't get stressed about them because guess what? You can't control. Should we be aware of them? Yeah, we should. Should we be prepared for taxes? Yes, we should. But we shouldn't stress because we can't control them. What we should really stress about and think about most are the things that we can't control. First of all, debt. Debt is a major, major player. Can you go into retirement with debt? Yeah, you definitely can. And there's lots of people that have very successful retirements, even with debt, let's say a mortgage, car loan, something. But with that being said, retirement can be way easier to plan for if you do not have debt. And let's go through an example. Let's say you have a mortgage. Let's say between principal and interest, you pay $1,500 a month, okay? This, we're not talking about taxes or insurance at this point, just $1,500 a month in a mortgage, okay? So on an annual basis, that's $18,000, okay? So to have $18,000 of after-tax money, you're gonna need more of that, more than that in pre-tax money than to get you down to 18,000. So let's be conservative. Let's say your taxes are really low and let's say you need $20,000 to come up with that $18,000 to pay for your mortgage during uh, your career or retirement, okay? So the big question is, hey, if you didn't have to pay this $20,000, if you had your mortgage paid off, how much difference is that gonna make in your retirement, right? So let's kind of back the numbers up. When it comes to providing income in retirement and the amount of money you would have to have saved up to produce $20,000 of income in retirement, well, let's go ahead and use the 4% rule, okay? And if you're not familiar with that, basically what the 4% rule says is, hey, 
if you take whatever amount of money you have saved at retirement and you times that by 4%, so 0.04, okay, that's the dollar amount that that amount of money that you have saved can produce very conservatively in retirement without worrying about running out of money, okay? So for example, let's, let's do easy numbers. If you have a million dollars saved in your TSP or in your retirement savings, that million dollars can conservatively produce $40,000 of income for the rest of your life without worrying about running out of money, right? Could you potentially do more? Potentially, yes, but they've run tons of tests, tons of studies about what's the magic number, and it's right around 4%. It, some studies come out more, some even come out less, but 4%, again, is a very conservative number to start with. So let's back that up with the $20,000 it would take to fund a mortgage. How much money would it take? Well, it would actually take half a million dollars, $500,000, to, according to the 4% rule, produce $20,000 of income for this mortgage. So long story short, you would have to have half a million extra dollars in retirement savings to produce the $20,000 um, that you're gonna need to fund that mortgage in retirement. Now, can you have a mortgage in retirement and be just fine? Yes, you certainly can, because guess what? You have your pension, you have Social Security, right? So that half a million dollars doesn't have to be necessarily in your TSP or retirement investments. All I wanna share here is the power of not having a mortgage, right? Because it's a lot of money that you wouldn't have to have ready to go at retirement, whether in fixed income, whether in your pension, social security, first supplement, whatever it is, or in your TSP, it's a lot of money that you wouldn't have to have just by not having a mortgage. And, and I know, especially if you are within five years, there may not be a ton you can do to get rid of your mortgage, so don't beat yourself up. Just look at what you can do and look at, okay, what's the soonest that I can reasonably pay my mortgage off and become mortgage-free? Now, are there reasons to have a mortgage in retirement sometimes? Yeah, there are legitimate reasons, right? Whether it's, um, first, let's say you move and you wanna have access to some of your, your um, mortgage equity at some point in retirement, that can be a reason. There's, a, there's other reasons, but as a general rule, it takes a lot of pressure off your retirement not to have to have a mortgage. If it's just a choice for you, and there's lots of reasons you know, for and against, and you choose to have a mortgage, that's fine. But all I wanna express here is that there's a lot of advantage, it takes a lot of pressure off your retirement numbers to not have it. So debt, debt is a huge one. Focus on that. The next thing you wanna focus on is saving for retirement. And of course, a big thing when it comes to saving is you can do catch-up provisions as long as you're 50 years old or older um, into your TSP. And what that basically means is you can put more money into the TSP once you're 50 and older. Because before you're 50 and older, you can only put $19,500 a year into the TSP. And that may sound a lot, you may not be doing that right now, that's fine. But what can you do today to improve? Once you are 50 and older, you can do up to 26,000, okay? So a little more money that you can do, basically the government's way of saying, hey, I know you're within you know, the last decade or however long before retirement, we wanna make sure you, could, you can do a little extra um, before you retire, right? So that's something to think about. Save as much as you can and find an investment strategy that makes sense for you. So, th so those are some things to think about before retirement, okay? And of course, before retirement, you wanna look at, okay, what are my expenses gonna be in retirement? What, is, what income am I going to have in my pension, social security for a supplement, whatever it is? Nail those numbers down, and that's the crucial part of the five years before retirement, so that you enter retirement on a good foot, 
right? If you can do that, then the, the five years after retirement are so much easier just by being prepared financially and knowing exactly what your numbers are gonna look like in retirement. Okay, so after retirement, the first five years after retirement, why are those so crucial? Well, this is why. Basically, there is a principle called the sequence of return principle, okay? And basically what this means is the early parts of your retirement, what your investments do during that time, are more crucial than let's say the last decade of your retirement, right? And obviously every year of investment returns is important in retirement, but the first few years, the first five, 10 years, are the most crucial. And let me show you why. Let's say you know your investments, let's say you have half a million dollars in the TSP or IRA, whatever it is, saved up, okay? So your money is about right here, about half a million dollars. Well, if the first five years of retirement are your investments do poorly, okay? Let's say they do poorly, they start going down. And of course, you probably need some of that money to live off of, so it kind of goes down even more. Well, what normally happens is because the first five years are not the best, the odds of you running out of money are much, much higher. So your money can go down to zero if you're not careful, right? If you don't have the 4% rule or some rule to help you make sure that you don't run out of money too soon. We don't want that to happen, okay? Now, what can also happen on the flip side, let's say the first five, 10 years of your retirement investments, they do incredibly well, okay, incredibly well. What actually happens is this, where because the first few years of your retirement do so well, that over time, the amount of money you need is small compared to what your investment balance actually is. So over time, your money goes way up, right? And that's what we want. Obviously, we can't control all of that, but whenever possible, we want it to go up like that in retirement. And of course, if it's going up like that and you wanna use it, perfect. You can start using it so it does flatten out something like that or something like that. As long as you don't run out of money, before you die, right? And everyone has different goals. Some people wanna leave money to kids, to charity. Some people just wanna, you know, use their last penny, their last dime on their deathbed. And both are great goals. It's just up to you to figure out what are your goals and what you need to do, what strategy, investment strategy you need to have in retirement to make sure that you don't run out of money no matter what the first five years of retirement are. You've gotta have, and I've talked about the bucket strategy. That's a great strategy right, to use in retirement or the 4% rule. There's lots of these different strategies you can use um, to make sure you get through these first five, 10 years well in retirement because they make a big, big difference for the rest of your time to make sure that you're gonna be taken care of. And even if you're already in your retirement, don't despair, right? If you're already deep into these 10 years that I'm talking about, don't despair, right? You don't wanna beat yourself up over what happened or didn't happen previously. You wanna look at your situ situation now with your eyes wide open, right? Don't kid yourselves. Okay, what is actually going on in my situation? What small thing today can I do? Because honestly, there's very few huge, massive things that we can do to improve our situation. It's all about, okay, what can I do a little bit today and then tomorrow, a little bit again tomorrow. And over time, that compounding, that is where the major big differences are made is in those small decisions today. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day, guys. Again, if you have any questions, you wanna sit down and have a consult, there's links below to do that. And I'll see you guys next time.